For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Ladies Talking Leafs. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And we got through it, Leafs Nation. The regular season is done, and it's now the most wonderful time of year for hockey fans. Playoff Woo-hoo. time. Yay! And this is my 1993 rattle. Syl used to have a tambourine, but... That got ruined during our <laughs> many playoff runs. We did used to have many playoff runs, um, many successful playoff runs. But anyways, before we get into our playoff preview, we have an announcement to share with you. That's right. So for the playoffs, we are going to be doing a weekly show. So uh, be sure to follow us and download our show on your favorite app, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, or whatever podcatcher you choose. Or you can also listen on our uh, Buzzsprout site um, where you'll find our website link to and all our show notes as well. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be doing that uh, every week, uh, bringing you all our uh, insights uh, and uh thrills and uh, for all the the playoff games which we hope will be a long run yeah yeah because we're definitely excited to share our passion excitement that we have for the for our team as we head into the playoffs i'm actually right now having the background some uh, playoff hockey on with the islanders and the pens so yeah we're just ready to watch playoff hockey all the time and report back to you our listeners That's right. So we are going to get into our playoff preview with this show. Uh, But we do want to acknowledge a couple of team achievements that deserve being mentioned from the regular season that just ended. So first off, the Leafs uh, finished in uh, sixth place in the NHL's overall standings, which was is pretty good. And it was like kind of borderline whether we were uh, president's trophy bound there for a bit. So um so I think overall, we could say it was a pretty darn successful season. And as we now all know, uh, we finished in first place in the North Division. Um, and it's also an interesting stat that we held that number one spot for the final 100 days of the schedule, which is really impressive. So that hopefully will carry over into the playoffs and we can hang on to leads in the same way. Yeah, and we also have player achievements, of course. Uh, we have to talk about one Austin Matthews, who is the sole winner of the Rocket Richard Trophy. Woohoo! <laughs> and uh, Lance Hornby, actually, I love this, of the Toronto Sun, called him the Rocket Man in his article on the weekend, which I loved. Uh, Matthews is now one shy of 200 goals for his career. So um, 
next season, I guess, for the, he'll, um, I don't know how that works with the playoff goals. I guess he would. No, it doesn't count. It doesn't, right? No. no. Okay. So he'll have to wait until next season, opening season when we're in the building at Scotiabank Arena. That's when it'll happen. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, we also have to show some love to uh, Austin Matthews winger, one Mitch Marner. Uh, Marner set the franchise record recording 67 points without scoring a single power play goal. Which just proves how much our power play sucked, of course, right? But as we can't, that's truly unbelievable that he didn't score a single power play goal. But um, Mitch finished Mitch finished fourth in the NHL scoring, um, which is also something that we should celebrate and uh, he should be proud of. Like we're definitely oh, absolutely, proud of yeah. So these two guys so consistent, also, um, you know, year in year out, uh, they are bringing it. So. All in all, it was a great season for our Leafs, but as we know, for Kyle Dubas and co, the real work starts now, and we are excited to get into talking about this Leafs Hab series that's coming up. So without any further ado, let's talk Leafs. All right, so... Let's get into this uh, Leafs Hab series. It's been 42 years since we last met uh, our rivals. It's kind of funny. They say that some people don't know that this is a rivalry, the Habs Leafs rivalry. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know about it, but I I don't know how you wouldn't know. Uh, Well, because um, it's been such a long time, like you said, (laughs) and if you have only been born within the last 20 years... You know, which there's a lot of Leaf fans that I I heard someone talking on the radio today that there's a lot of fans of the team that have that are, you know, old enough to drink now and have never, ever seen them in the playoffs or have never seen, you know, and have for sure never seen this rivalry. So, yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously, it's not the Habs number one rival. I think that's the Bruins, but. Traditionally, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, there is a rivalry here between the Leafs and the Habs. And actually, the last uh, former Leaf captain, Daryl Sittler, I saw him on the news the other night. And he was in that last series from 1979 um, as the Leaf captain. And last night, he just emphatically said, it's our time. And I loved it when he said that. I was ready for it. So um, what are we looking for from our Leafs to start this series? For me... I'm uh, I'm hoping to that they just take control of this series from the start. Like, don't don't put any doubt. Like, um, don't don't put any doubt in the minds in their minds. I mean, for the fans, for us, I mean, we're emotional. We'll just like we'll get all nervous and everything. The usual thing. Like, if mm-hmm. they lose game one somehow or whatever, they'll think, "Oh my God, here we go again." That sort of thing. I. I I just want them to just take control of the series, basically. Like, our best players have to be our best players. And because, like, the Habs, I mean, we'll get into them a little bit later, but, like, they're nowhere near our level, right? And 100%. I don't think, yeah, and I think, like, it's, we're not really, it's not really like that Tampa-Columbus series where... Um, from a few years back or a couple of years ago, the year before, I guess it was the year before they won the cup mm-hmm. and like Columbus blew or blew them out. Like Tampa had that amazing season and they, they rolled over, uh, Columbus did rolled over Tampa in that first round. But I don't like, we've just had so many years of experience now of, 
<laughs> not great experience in the first round. I think like this is our fifth year now that with this group mm-hmm. going into the playoffs and we've had enough experience. We just need to take that all in. And I think it's going to help having like the older guys like Thornton, Spezza, Simmons, Thornton and Simmons being the new guys and Felino. Mm-hmm. Obviously it, it's really going to help to do this, to basically just, get our mojo going and just take control of the series from the start. Yeah. That's I, what I'm I, looking for. I agree with that. Uh, what I would like to see is that, cause always it's that first five minutes, you know, that they seem to at times be so tentative and hesitant and cautious. Yeah. And, and I actually want them to, you know, take the confidence that they built this year and enough of that, like you, th- first of all, with this whole format, the way it's been this year, it's not like, you know, we have, haven't played them recently. We know what to expect. So what are you feeling them out for? Like, you don't, they don't have to do that. So I, I'm a hundred percent on board with what you're saying there. I want them to take control of the game and just take it to them right from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know? let's, like if we can finish them off in four straight, personally, I don't think it's going to happen. I think no, I don't think so either. For me, but... I think it's going to be five. Yeah, uh, maybe even six. I would prefer five, and that's the part where like they need to have that killer instinct. And like Daryl Sittler said, it's our time. We've been through this, and we just need to just finish it off because we want to go deep in the playoffs, and we don't mm-hmm. want to be wasting our time on 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 these guys basically and wasting our energy. We have more energy needed for <laughs> yes, bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, um, so yeah, so that's what, um, what I'm looking for, but, uh, who are you, um, who are you expecting? Um, well, what I'm, well, for what I'm expecting for the series, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking to the goaltending for kind of similar reasons that we're talking about, but on the back end, because, you know, what's happened in the, in the past is that the goalies have been, have been fine and have held us in, but there's always been kind of one backbreaker. Like we can't expect that there's, that we're not going to get scored on. That's going to happen. But what I want to see is our goaltenders, whoever it is that that ends up being in the net on a given night, because likely over the course of a long playoffs, we're going to see you know both guys, Campbell and Anderson. But what I want to see is them kind of rising to the occasion and holding mm-hmm. us in when it counts. So like, you know, the team has to pick up the goalie at times, but the goalie also has to pick up the team because if there is a setback mentally where something starts to go wrong, I I want whoever is our backstop to to really show up in those moments. And that's something we haven't seen in a long time. And, And that's something I think that for us all to not need, you know, to have a bottle of antacids beside us every time we watch the game. Um, I think that we want to see them show up. The flip side is I'm curious to see what we're going to see on, on in the Habs net. Like, you know, what, what, who are we going to see there as far as, you know, is that, are we going to be seeing vintage carry price? 
or you know is is he going to be struggling um i'm not 100 i'm not very very concerned there because if there's one thing we know um austin matthews has no trouble scoring on carry price even when he's you know playing pretty well um yeah we'll it's talk about him interesting to in, see yeah we'll talk about price a little bit again in the in our next segment here mm-hmm. but um but yeah i think definitely the goaltending i mean Last year in the bubble versus Columbus, we we shot two percent. So right. I mean that's never gonna happen. Like like rarely what does that happen? Like they even in most of the uh, most of the reporters were saying would that happen for a team? But um, but they stood on their head. The Columbus uh, goalies, I think both mm-hmm. of them got in. And um, but I mean in those cases. We need, uh, or in those instances, we need our goalie to be just as good or better. And mm-hmm. like the way you're saying, like not yeah. give up the next goal and just um, stay confident. And um, yeah, I think both Anderson and Campbell, I mean, they they announced today um, on Sunday, Keith said that uh, Campbell was going to start game one, which makes total sense. So we ride with him um, and... We'll see how far he gets and knock on wood that everything, the only thing I'm concerned about with Campbell really is the injuries. Right. right? And that's all, that's the history for him is the injuries. So hopefully, right. you know, if he, he'll be good. If he that takes way. A, a dive the wrong way and pulls something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, or whatever it is, but hopefully mm-hmm. that'll all be fine. And, um, and they're both going to get in either way. Um, like Anderson's going to play at some point. And, mm-hmm. um, some of them, were, some people were talking about, cause there is a back to back. I forget what date right. it is. If it's, I think it's, I think it's games three and four, but I yes, it I've, is. Yeah. And, um, so they were saying like, would you put in Anderson? Let's just say if you were, if you were up two to one, and it was the back to back. Would you put Anderson in that in that back to back sort of thing? But I don't know. It depends. To me, it depends on how Campbell is playing. If he's playing well mm-hmm. and he feels good too, like Keith would obviously be communicating with him. Then you just put Campbell back in net for that fourth mm-hmm. game. Why would you? Why would you put Anderson in because it was a back to back? Like I don't know. I yeah. just I just think you go with whoever's feeling good and if it's going on. But. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's a, definitely another thing to to look for in the series. Mm-hmm. But who are you expecting to be at another level in this series, taking it to another level? Well, I mean, we've talked a lot about this person throughout the season, <laughs> and for that reason, I am expecting Austin Matthews to take it to another level. Um, over the last four seasons, just looking at his stats in the playoffs, he's he's been fine. So we had five games last year against Columbus in that bubble series. Um, he had six points, two goals, four assists. He was plus one. He had one power play goal and two game winning goals, and one of the one of those was an overtime winner. Um, and he's pretty much. Uh, consistent at the 50% mark on the faceoffs. But really, when I look back at the previous years, also, he's kind of around this level. And what I want to see is I want to see him dominate. I want to see him, you know, show that he is this the really, really a deserving trophy winner. And 
he's going to have to maybe take a couple games on his back and just show up if the and pull the other his other teammates along. Like I we have been fortunate fortunate enough in our lifetime to see several Leaf players, some of them captains, some of them not do this. Like uh, I I can I'll always remember in that ninety three run uh, game game six I think it was against L A where Wendell like we weren't winning that game and Wendell Clark scored a hat trick and basically pulled it out you know himself so yeah we were those at are PM the things Toronto that I want to see game. from from this guy <laughs> what's that. We were at PM Toronto watching that. I know, game. watching it on, on <laughs> at that time it was considered a big screen, but now people yes, have yeah. a, a size screen like that. Everyone has that in their uh in their uh family room now, but well, that, uh, at that time it was when a I, huge screen. Well, when I think of it, that the quality of that picture was so bad, but oh, whatever, totally. like I mean, yeah, but it was that was for the time that was it was fantastic yeah. and yeah, when he scored that had I mean, that's was, the thing is like I think a lot of people that are in, you know, the younger age group of Lee fans now wonder why why is Wendell Clark so loved? Why why is it just because he was a fighter? No, it's because of games like this. And yeah. That's what I kind of want to see from our young guys that are super talented. I want them to dig in when it counts and show up like that. And I think he he has everything that he needs to be able to do that. Yeah. And even when you move further into the 2000 decade, like remember Mm -hmm. Gary Roberts and Alan McCauley when Matt went out. Yeah. When Mats went out, they took over that series Mm -hmm. and uh, versus I think it was versus I don't know if it was Ottawa. Was it Ottawa? I think it was. Anyways, but they took over. Or no, actually, I think it was two series because Matt's was out for quite a bit. Yeah. No, I think and, one uh, of them was, was Buffalo. Because okay. Buffalo right. came, yeah, went, um, Matt's came back during that series. That's right. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and basically when everything went downhill for whatever <laughs> reason. And I, and, but anyhow, so those are two players again. They're not, they weren't, they're, well, Gary Roberts was a leader. Um, Alan McCauley was, uh, was um, just an average player on the team, but he basically followed it, Gary Roberts, um, along, and he pulled them along, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, but with Matthews, I think um, some interesting words from Daryl Sittler, again, that I, I heard from him last night. He said that Matthews knows it's about the playoffs, and he doesn't want to be thought of as a regular season player, Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite interesting that he would uh, the way he s- mentioned that because yes, right. it's great. It's great to score during the regular season, win the Rocket Richard Trophy, like that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. But it's not about that. It's about now coming mm-hmm. up. So I thought that was really, uh, really interesting of of the former Leaf captain to say that. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely Matthews needs to lead this team take it to another level and um 100%. so who who do you think is uh is gonna have to is gonna take it up a notch for me it's uh william nylander mm-hmm. and the reason why i don't know he always is the big talker willie there at the beginning of the season you know and he he talks about the playoffs too and 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 he has the potential in him too to be that guy, like uh, to to score those goals and and just to have the puck on his stick. But I I actually when I was reading up on him, um, 
like last year in the bubble, he didn't play bad versus no. Columbus. He mm-hmm. he had four points. He was tied for second, um, second most on the team, um, and uh, and he had. But there was quite a few times where you didn't notice him in the game. No, like and I think that showed up in his plus minus because he was also minus three. So that's yeah. that's not great, yeah. obviously. I mean, I, plus minus is not like a super, super important stat. But I mean, in a short season series like that, it made a difference, right? Yeah. And for him, I mean, the last month of the season now, like, I mean, he was late to that meeting. Right. Which I think I think that might have been the the Rogers issue. Everyone's saying that there was that one day with Rogers had a outage or something mm-hmm. and like he didn't get the note, but whatever. There was note to the meeting, he didn't get the text on his phone. But I don't know. He so he was late to this meeting and then he he also missed the week because of that COVID mm-hmm. scare sort of thing, right? So, which was, I mean, he was really good about that. He he right away told the team. And, but as like Keith is saying, it's about being accountable and, and, and the growth and his growth, like to, because he has it in him again. And I think really having Felino on that line mm-hmm. is going to really help, is going to really help him. Um, I mean, he has, I mean, Tavares is, uh, like it should be enough with just John Tavares. Right. But mm-hmm. I mean, cause he's John Tavares just does everything right. The right mm-hmm. way. He's a pro and, but having Felino there, I think with that extra bit of nastiness that he brings mm-hmm. and I think that'll help Willie, um, stay focused and stay in the game. Yeah, that energy, that energy from Felino is gonna is it's a different type of energy that he brings. Well, and I have no doubt that it's not just going to be his energy. I'm pretty sure that Felino will also be verbally talking to him yes. and yeah. pulling him up when he's not really pulling his weight on their line, which is exactly the thing that, you know, we have Simmons here for and Thornton for. I mean, they're here for one thing and one thing only, and they're not going to let a bunch of punk kids derail that dream for them, I don't think. So um, yeah. they're probably going to do what they need to as far as that veteran group to keep these guys loose when they need to be loose, but also focus when they need to be focused. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we've been waiting 42 years for this Leafs Habs matchup in the playoffs. Um, it was 1979 and the Habs uh, team back then obviously was loaded with ta- talent. Um, uh, they were basically right in the, towards the end of winning their dynasty for four Stanley Cups or five Stanley Cups, whatever it was. Um, and obviously they don't have that type of talent now, but um, but let's just talk a little bit about the Habs now, a little bit as to what we need to be, um, what we need to be looking out for. Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, I guess, I mean, they, they've got a lot of, a lot of injuries lately to their key guys like Gallagher and, and Weber, basically. Right. And um, they're both supposed to be back, although Weber wasn't at the practice on Saturday, but Gallagher was practicing. And like, again, he had a thumb injury, I guess, is Gallagher and and Weber did something to his hand. But um, 
I don't know, Gallagher is basically always the the shit disturber. Yeah, <laughs> in their lineup, right? And he likes especially to talk in the, front of the net. Yeah, he likes to talk the talk or whatever. And uh, and Weber obviously has that big shot from the point, but I don't, I don't him. I'm not actually so worried about Weber. Um, maybe a little bit Gallagher, but I don't think I think they're both banged up, so I don't think they're going to have as much impact in the series. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you? Are you just thinking the same about yeah, them too? Or? I'm not super concerned um about that. I I I think that there's you know the the people that I'm concerned about more are a guy like uh Tofoli. I'm yeah. a little bit concerned about that the Cole Caulfield guy because he seems to show up in big moments. That kind of seems to be his thing. Um but Overall, I don't really see that there's anything in their lineup that even really comes close to what we what we have. So I yeah. do feel that, you know, we should be able to I'm not saying that they're not going to show up and I'm not going to say we're going to walk over them because they have a lot of pride. Um, they're a very physical team. They lead the league in in hits. Um, but to me, you they can you know, hit us all they want. The thing that I'm worried about with that is potentially, you know, injuring yeah. you know, one of our players, yeah. particularly our goal, our goaltenders, because they do like to crash the net. Gallagher does that. Corey Perry is so nasty and chippy that way. Yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, rule well, out them doing that. I think, I think Campbell gave him a little whack uh, yeah. one of their final games, right? Because Perry was right in front of his crease. Well, thing, right? and I so. mean, they would have a history, too, because they saw each other a lot oh, in L.A. and Anaheim, yeah. right? So yeah. he knows what he brings that way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And then, um, yeah, so they had in their practice, uh, the Habs had like the line of Perry, Stahl, and Anderson, Josh Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, with that line, I think it's just more about they're going to they're going to try and like be pests and, and try and get us to take dumb penalties basically yeah. by trying to be in our face and, and, and that. So we just need to just whatever, take any, any stupid uh, stick work or chirping or whatever. Like they you just need to ignore them and, and we'll be fine. Well, and <laughs> as far as the specialty teams go, you know, if they're yeah. going to have extra power plays, how worried are we about that? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, no, they don't, their, their uh, power play was 19th in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we know about our power play. We'll, uh, we do have hopefully. the power play woes going on, but at least we can yeah. say that we were first in the league for quite a while. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that they, they never had, uh, have, never ever could say that. So, yeah. um, I have a, I have a thought actually. I'm thinking to myself, maybe we were just being, crap on the power play because we're just saving it for the playoffs. Oh, it's the hustle? <laughs> right, we're going to burst out and just, I oh. mean, if they, and just. That's a nice thought. It. And I, I yeah. hope you're right. And it's, it's a really good uh, leaf dream. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. see if that happens. We'll if see. they are, if they really are pulling a, hu- pull the hustle on that whole division that way. And, uh, and as for going back to the goaltending with Carey Price and, and, mm-hmm. and Jake Allen, um, personally, I think Price will probably get in, but I don't know. He's going to be coming back from the concussion. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he can be 
coming back from that to be automatically be vintage carry price. I don't know. No, Everybody don't keeps talking so. about that. I, I I just don't see it. I mean, he's going to be carry price. He's a good goalie, mm-hmm. just like Frederick Anderson is a good goalie. They're both good goalies, right? Um, but to be off the certain amount of time and just expect him to be like, phenomenal like i just don't i just don't see that happening so um no i'm i'm not that and i mean jake allen too like i guess we need to also remember that you know he was part of the blues organization when they won their cup he wasn't in the net that much because um uh bennington was but he still was on that team so there's something to be said for being in a system and around a team when they're going on a run like that so um true I guess that's something just to keep in mind that way. Yeah. One thing I read in the Toronto Star, they had an article with, um, they were talking about like Montreal and and just going into this series. And there was a quote from uh, Habs legend, uh, Serge Savard. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's always always good for a quote, Serge Savard. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. He's speaking about the Habs not having enough Quebecois players. Oh, yes. I heard that. Did you hear? And he told mm-hmm. he told Mark Bergevin that people will let you win in English, but they won't let you lose in English. So the fact that <laughs> <laughs> I I thought to myself, how are these people now? They're they're more concerned about like they're going into a playoff series now, and they're more concerned about how many Quebecois players they have. Like really? I don't know. Yeah, I was just like. That's okay, and I I still can't believe that Mark Bergeron has actually kept his job this long, but that's okay. Well, um, see if that, that still happens <laughs> if they don't make it through. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. one thing we know for sure is when it comes to Montreal, that market is just as cre- crazy as Leafs Nation, if not more so, and, and they obviously took it to another level. But anyway, so we are definitely looking forward to this matchup. I can't wait uh, for it to start. Uh, in the meantime, though, we do get hockey every night, and so we are obviously watching other games as well. So let's move on to who we're looking forward to watching in some of the other playoff series. Yeah, so for me, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the Florida series. This mm-hmm. uh, Florida Panthers and Tampa, this is going to be interesting. There is some nastiness in this series. Mm-hmm. And um, the Florida actually won the season like the regular season series, they were five, two, and one versus Tampa. So they've got a pretty thing going, pretty good thing going there. They've never played in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of interesting, like the two Florida teams. And um, I don't know. And I, I, I'm really pulling for Florida to win because I just think it's ridiculous how all of a sudden Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos are going to be like 100% going yeah, to totally. play in the playoffs after taking off. Well, Kucherov was off the whole season. Yeah. So he's basically biding his time waiting to st- He probably could have played last month, but he didn't. Yeah, but because of the whole salary cap thing. I know, but the thing is though, like the our team does the same thing, right? So you know, no. people could say that about Freddie Anderson, you know, that they he's been out the whole season and now he's just going to come back. And I mean, he's not getting the net to start they, with, but they could. But I mean, Kucherov is on a different level. I mean, Kucherov true. was the MVP, right? I think was, this is a year that you could do that because really there's not a lot of fans in the building, um, if at yeah. all. So, you know, you're not, you know, jipping people 
who are paying good money to to come and see the games as much as you normally would in a regular season. So maybe that's why they feel like they could get away with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, uh, I mean, the first round is always the best, right? Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I'm just looking forward to that series in particular. I watched a bit of the other series last night and mm-hmm. um, yeah. What are you, which one are you looking well, forward to? Well, speaking of that other series that you watched last night, I'm actually yeah. looking forward <laughs> to the Washington Capitals Bruins series. Uh, a big part of it for me is I want to see those stupid Bruins go down and I was so happy that they lost yesterday. Um, and I'm, I like that whole storyline with Chara being on the other side of, yeah. the, of the ice and, yeah. um, there was playing actually against his old team. So I, I, I don't know. I, I sort of like some of the storylines there. Um, you know, with yeah, OB they, they, and actually everything. today on Twitter. Yeah. Apparently the, the Bruins fans are saying that Chara is playing dirty. <laughs> Well, isn't it interesting? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, you, you can dish it out, but you can't take it, I guess, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I it's, and to me too, like I was watching, and it's something that we don't have is a guy with a big booming shot like that, because I, I was so amazed at um, how much the Capitals use the, the shot from the point to basically to set things up. There's so many shots from the point, mostly from Chara's side. You know, when you've yeah. got that big shot, you know, that's something that like I just really noticed watching that game because we haven't watched yeah. a lot of other out-of-market games this year, other out-of-market teams as much, you know, with so much focus on the on the North Division. Um, that I, it really, really was it, like very obvious to me that we don't do that much at all. And I think that is... That is uh, something that if we could add somehow, it could that's something that could make our um, power play just a little more effective because we have that threat. But right now we don't have anybody with that threat, which is part of the reason why I think uh, Sandine is getting in because he seems to he doesn't have a big booming shot, but he's such a smart player that he kind of gets shots shots through and he's very mobile along that blue line. So um, that actually does help. yeah, when Sandine sees the opportunity, he will shoot, and he has For an sure. effective shot. Sort of yeah. Thing. So yeah, yeah. The other thing with the Boston Washington, uh, our favorite person there, Mister Brad Marchand. Yeah, Marchand, Marchand. I just was. Whatever. I loved watching him get pushed around and crushed yesterday. It was so nice. <laughs> he said he because uh, apparently during the regular they split the season, the regular season series. Mm-hmm. They were even. Um, they each won four games. I guess they played each other eight times. But um, apparently, Marchand said. During that, those games, like Chara, they have like code names for their plays, I guess, the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. Go on the ice. So Chara obviously knows all these code yeah. names. And he would go over to the Caps bench and the coach and say, yeah, this is what they're going to be doing now. Like, this is code whatever <laughs> sort of thing, right? So he's like, he knows it. all the, he knows everything. And I'm thinking to myself, well, obviously you would think their coach that Bruce Cassidy or whatever, like he would, would switch change the code names. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. I don't know. I just thought to myself, whatever, you're a loser anyways. I can't stand you. So hopefully, like you said, he'll be, <laughs> that they'll just knock him out and, and, yeah. uh, and finish them off. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, one can only hope, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other series, the other ones too are going to be fun. Like whatever. I'm cheering for Nas. Yeah. I don't know if you are, but yeah, I think yeah. you are. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you have it in your head that I hate the guy. I don't hate the guy at all. I love Nas. 
And I'm always hey. looking forward to them doing well. And in fact, I have a Colorado <laughs> Leaf matchup in the final. So, oh, okay. All right. And then we can't vote. Obviously, we won't be voting for Naz then, but that's okay. No. <laughs> anyway, so obviously the best thing about all these other series is that there's hockey every night. So we're going to be enjoying that. So we know these other series will, will are starting and uh, it's going to be a couple games that, uh, you know, before the North Division catches up. But I kind of like how they're spreading out the start days. Like normally it's Everybody kind of starts around the same time, but they're sort of spreading it out to kind of blend it, I guess, to when the North starts. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. anyways, so. bottom line, that means that there's lots of hockey to watch. And the first round is always the best because every night is hockey night. Yeah. And that's why we say it's the most wonderful time of the year for hockey fans. And we definitely have high hopes for our Leafs. Um, they got to do it this year. Uh, before we go, we want to give a shout out to a few listeners we have in Germany, in Frankfurt and Cologne. Leafs Nation is everywhere. And we'd love to hear from you guys, too. Yes. Welcome, welcome, and thanks for listening. And also, we have a shout out to one of our new Facebook top fans, Michelle Ebert. And we want to thank all of our followers on social media also. So if you have any thoughts on what we talked about on the show, please feel free to DM us on social media. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at LTL1917. And you can also always email us at ladiestalkinleafs at gmail.com. Yeah, and another way to connect with us is uh, on our Kofi page at Kofi.com. It's ko-fi.com. Uh, you can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can support us there and buy us a coffee. Uh, any donation goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. And that's how we can offer extra shows like we're going to be doing our weekly shows now in the playoffs. So um, if if you can, please give us a donation. Uh, find the link to our Kofi page on our show notes or in any of our social media profile pages. As always, we want to thank our healthcare workers and everything that they do. Uh, stay safe and well, everybody. Enjoy the start of the playoffs. Go Leafs, go! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.